What's up, friends? So I'm going to be diving into some more personal topics today. So if you guys follow me, you know I'm we're huge campers, and we just hit 30 nights of camping in our Airstream. It was so cool. <laughs> but I had a weekend at home the other weekend where we had nothing on the agenda, and I was in this weird space of, like, I don't want to do anything. Like, I didn't want to do laundry. I didn't want to cook. I didn't want to go anywhere. I had a bunch of friends inviting me to go out to happy hour and do some, like, group workouts. And I didn't want to do any of it. I just wanted to sit on the couch and do nothing. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to honor that. I'm going to take some couple days to really rest and not <laughs> tackle any crazy to-do lists or be super ambitious. Like it's just some time to be still. So I did that. But then at the end of it, so Sunday night came and I got that Sunday anxiety, you know, like when you're like, oh, the week's coming. I'm not ready for it. Like all the things <laughs> I want the weekend to last longer. But I went to bed. I had pretty terrible night's sleep because all that anxiety was still building in me. Woke up Monday morning exhausted already, just feeling defeated already. Like it's Monday morning at 5 a.m. And I'm already feeling down about the week. So I decided it was time to do an inventory because I, you know, that living for the weekend mentality, I cannot get there because we spend more of our time in life in Monday through Friday. I cannot just live for the weekends. Like I want to be present and here for every single day. I want to show up. I need to have my inner awesome ready to go every single day of the week. And I, something's going on and I'm tired. So I needed to do a total health inventory. When I looked at it, what I realized is that I was really pushing myself during the week. So I was on point with my workouts and my food during the week, but I was tackling a lot. Like there was very little playtime and rest time. Now, if I go to the weekends, it's like I go, you know, during the week, I'm going 100 miles per hour. But on the weekends, I'm so tired. I'm not eating very intentionally. I'm having more alcohol. I'm sitting around the house more just chilling, which, okay, there's a time and a place for that. But flip flopping and waffling between this like all or nothing, I think has started to catch up with me. And like I said, I'm not here for just the weekend. I want to be here for seven days a week. I want to be present seven days a week. I want to be the best version of me seven days a week. And I'm a big believer in the hustle doesn't have to be hard. And it feels really hard right now. And I know some of that has to do with what's going on in the world. There's a lot of disagreement about what's going on with COVID. And I am not here to get into that. But what I know we can all agree on is that we're tired of it. It's been a long road and we're all feeling a bit drained. You know, the stuff going on in Afghanistan is just, it's overwhelming and I feel so helpless with what I can do from this place. I have so many clients right now that are really, really sick with their eating disorder, like in dark, dark spaces. So there's just this heaviness that I'm feeling on top of feeling tired. So when I get like this, I know I don't need just a self-care day. It's not like I need to just veg on the couch and get my nails done and, you know, have a self-care night. No, I need to revamp my life. I need to do a health inventory. And so I'm going to be breaking down some of the steps I've been taking to work towards this. And let me be clear, this is a journey. So this is not something I just like did in one day. This is something that I know is going to start building momentum over this month. And I'm going to bring you guys along on this journey with me. I'll be talking a lot about it. I've got some really cool tools coming for you. And yeah, super excited to bring you guys along this journey with me. Hey girl, you are amazing and you possess this unique inner awesome that the world so desperately needs. And guess what? Your body size has nothing to do with that. But I get it. I spent way too many years living in insecurity and I have spent the last decade working with women just like you who have struggled with the same. And when it comes down to it, I think our amazingness becomes all too easily eclipsed by two things. 
body bullying, which in turn impacts how we take care of our body. Whether it's over or under eating, over exercising or not moving at all, moving from dieting to anti-diet culture, girl, the pendulum just keeps swinging. I started this podcast because it's time to break up with body bullying and find a way to live balanced in your body. I'm Jess, a body bully warrior, registered dietitian, and food freedom guru. I believe that when we stop letting culture define health, beauty, and what we should and shouldn't eat, we are finally free to live in our own bodies. This podcast is just one of the many resources I have for you ladies. Be sure to head on over to JessBrownRD.com. Check out my ebook, e-course, supplements, meal plans. Guys, I've got so much more for you, and I'm adding to that list on the daily. Are you ready to channel your inner awesome at a whole nother level? Grab a cup of coffee, lace up those running shoes, and let's dive in to today's show. Hey sisters. Okay, so we are going to start unpacking some of this health inventory journey that I have been on. So as I mentioned, I got into this space of just feeling just drained, like both physically, emotionally, just tired. On top of that, I'm not sleeping very good. So when I don't sleep good, that's a major clue to me that the hustle is too hard and I need to rein it in and get some more things uh, in order. So I started with what I know, which is the physical side of health. When I am doing a health inventory on the physical side, these are the things I look at. What am I doing with my food? Am I enjoying my movement and is it something that I can sustain? And how am I making sleep and rest a priority? So when I started breaking these things down, what I found is that my eating patterns had gotten a little bit chaotic. I am by nature just a busy person. I like to have a hundred things on my plate at at one time. And it's very easy for me to get into a space of like, oh, protein shakes and apples are breakfast. And yes, that's great. That's great go-to. It's great backup. But doing that every single day and not being intentional or prioritizing my food really is not in alignment with my values, or my job, my career. Hello. (laughs) So I needed to get back to some of that. I also had to take a hard look at what I'm using to relax. So if y'all know me, I am a drinker. I like to drink coffee. I like to drink mud water. If you don't know what mud water is, it's on my website. It's awesome. (laughs) I like to drink smoothies and I love to drink alcohol. And I drink alcohol with the season. I like to drink whiskey when I'm watching Yellowstone. I like to drink wine when it's fall or transitioning to fall. I like to drink margaritas when it's over 90 degrees outside. (laughs) So I really like to drink things. And what I was coming to realize is that my, my drinking of all things, because it's something that I find comfort in, I was doing more of it and it was impacting my health. So I'm drinking too much coffee. It's fueling some of my anxiety. It's impacting my sleep. I am drinking too many smoothies because I'm not prioritizing sitting and having a meal. And I'm drinking too much alcohol on the weekends because I'm using it as a way to rest and relax. Ouch. (laughs) Like looking at all of that, it hurt, guys. So what I did is I have toned down my coffee. I am down to two cups in the morning. And then I switched to mud water, which is tea. It's a chai tea with adaptogens. And it's been a really cool switch, by the way. So again, if you're interested in that, head on over JessBrownRD.com. I have it under my Instagram faves. But it's a really cool it's been a really cool switch because in a way it like fills that void of me having a cup, my adult pacifier in my hand, but it's not giving me the caffeine, which has been, I already operate at a higher pace and it's been amplifying that, right? It's been making me talk faster, be less uh, present because I'm, you know, ah, the anxiety spinning in my head. So I did that. 
the smoothie thing, now that's just really, I was thinking about it, that's become a habit for me because over COVID, you know, when I was working from home, helping my kids do online schooling, which was, (laughs) there were pros and cons to it. Like I loved having my little nuggets around, but it got exhausting. But I was in like constantly in this space of movement. So I started drinking smoothies like as meal replacements where I had I was able to get everything I needed in a blender, blend it up, and then I could drink it and be on the go. That's great. That's wonderful. And that serves an important role and function. But over time, it has become my go-to. And I realized I needed to get back to diversity, putting more intention into what I eat, because that's in alignment with my health value. And that's the example I want to set as a mom for my boys. And then with my alcohol intake, this one is hard for me because like... I was athlete of the month at our gym. It was like a year ago. But when they they asked, like, what's your vice? Like, what's your food vice? I was like, I have no food vices because I really, you know, believe all foods are good foods. It's all about moderation. But alcohol is for sure mine. I just, I enjoy wine. I enjoy whiskey. But I was definitely enjoying it too much because I was using it as a way to rest and relax. And if there's one thing about intuitive eating that has served me really well is I now pay attention to how my body responds and my body does not respond well when I drink alcohol. I mean, I'm not, and I'm not even talking about a ton. I'm talking about like one or two glasses. I can feel it the next morning. I don't sleep as well. And that's actually backed by research. Having just one glass of wine after 6 p.m. can interrupt your REM sleep. And that sucks. And so I needed to look at that and be honest with myself and make some changes there. So now I've switched. I mean, I, By nature, I'm an extreme person. So when it comes to my food, just because of my history with eating disorders, I really try not to be extreme. So I'm now enjoying in moderation in social settings and just having, you know, having a glass with my husband on the porch where it's more of an experience as opposed to like, oh, I'm going to grab a glass of wine while we watch TV because it it allows me to rest and relax. No, I've replaced that with like seltzer water or kombucha. (laughs) I put it in a wine glass though. So it makes me feel like I'm drinking it. There's something about holding a wine glass. I don't know. Wine glasses and coffee mugs to me. Is anybody else like that? It's just, it's so comforting. So I've replaced it with that and found that when I do that, I actually, I get better rest. So this has been a game changer for me. When it comes to my food, I went back, I did an assessment on myself. (laughs) I did a 24-hour recall where I wrote down everything I ate. I analyzed it for macro and micronutrition holes and found I was coming up short. I was coming up short on my carbohydrates, which is no wonder I was getting exhausted by 5 p.m. I mean, I was like falling asleep on the couch. So I needed to add in some more carbohydrates at lunchtime. And then I was coming up short on some specific micronutrients like iron, zinc, And my B vitamins, which are all really important. I mean, iron's huge for women, especially women who are still menstruating. We need to replenish that monthly. Zinc plays a crucial role in my immune system. So that's going to be really important, especially going into flu season. And then our B vitamins. Our B vitamins are what are responsible for unlocking the energy from food. When I am taking in more food, B vitamins are going to be really important to help me break down the food I'm eating. Yeah, super important stuff there. So I was able to make some changes, created a menu for myself on the software programs that I have and started following it. Guys, just one week of it and my energy level is back through the roof. It's been, it felt so good to kind of get back to this space of feeling energetic, feeling good, you know, showing up at the gym 
excited to move again. I mean, not always because it is early. <laughs> I have to get going sometimes, but at least it wasn't feeling like I was moving through jello anymore. So if you're with me and you're wanting to do this inventory, guys, we can hash this out in an hour. So get with me, get on my calendar and let's work through a power hour together to do your health inventory and set you up with a fuel plan just to get kind of back to those basics. Now, with that being said, when I did this, there was one major theme that kept popping out and it was like, okay, I need to make more space for sleep. I need to make more space for cooking, for meal prepping, for putting attention into my food. I want to make some time for movement outside because that's another thing I hadn't been doing. I recognize I couldn't add those things with all the things I had on my calendar already. (laughs) So I had to do some boundary basic setting. It was so cool. I'm super grateful for my business coach, Steph Gass. Shout out to Steph Gass. If you guys need a coach, she's amazing. So I reached out to her and told her what was going on, that I was feeling drained. I needed to make some more space in my calendar. And my only resolution for this was to like cut down on business or podcasting. (laughs) Of course she comes in like, no, we just need to reprioritize. So she had this awesome exercise where she had me work through essentially listing everything I do on the personal side and the business side and then set boundaries. Ugh, ugh. Does anybody else just like hear the word boundaries and get anxiety? Because it means we have to say no. It means we have to disappoint people. And I am a recovering people pleaser. And so this is really, really hard for me. So she was great. She sat down. We went through all my business stuff and really reprioritized, moved some things to the no column, things I have to say no to. Ouch. I hate that. But in reality, me learning to say no to some of these items on my task list that were taking up space in my day created space for me to pull back in some of the health stuff, for me to pull back in, you know, evening walks with my kids, for me to feel more energetic in the morning, for me to have time on Sunday to do cooking and meal planning and all of those things that I talked to you guys about that I had let fall off the wagon. So it was a really cool exercise. Anytime we are trying to implement new food patterns or exercise regimens, we have to set boundaries in other places in our life to make space for this. We cannot expect ourselves to do all the things in a day, and then on top of that, all these new things. So that was a really important part of my health inventory. And then that brought me back to my empowered eating model, which is taking my nutrition knowledge, overlapping it with my values, what's most important to me, which is what helped me say no and set those boundaries in alignment with what my body is saying. It really brought it all back together for me. So I had been working on this inventory and really got it going for about a week. I'm happy to report that this past Monday when I woke up, when I was still tired because it's early, (laughs) but I woke up with a different, like a lightness. I didn't have this heaviness to start the day, this sense of defeat already. Like I woke up with anticipation, excited about the day. And I believe in things called, I call them God hugs, where you go through the day and you're working on something and you get this little like hug from above, like, good job, you're on the right track. And I felt one of those this past Monday at the gym. So we were doing this workout and you could either row or bike and you had to get 20 calories in a minute. There were no bikes or rowers left. So I ended up on something called the ski erg. So I'm hopping up to the ski erg and I'm like, do I try to get the same amount of calories. I mean, is it a calorie for calorie deal? And the guy next to me goes, oh no, this is definitely much less. Like you can row a lot faster. So I think we should cut the calories in half. And I was like, you think so? And he looks at me and goes, well, I didn't consider the Jess factor. So maybe you should get the same thing. And I, <laughs> I don't know, to me, I just loved that. And it made me think like, yeah, the Jess factor. 
Like I put so much energy and work into this. Like there is this factor that I bring and I think I can extend that into my life. There are thousands of people who do what I do. Many people can write a meal plan, but what I want to bring is the just factor. Like I want to come go to my job, help people with food and bring my inner awesome to everything I do, to my work, to my home, to my husband. I want to shine everywhere I go. And I see that in my clients when people don't take care of their health or do the basics. They don't bring the Christy factor, the Steph factor, the Kelsey factor, the Sarah, the Charlotte, the Alicia, the Natalie factor. All of us have something unique to us that we bring to the table that makes what we're doing better. And when we don't take care of ourselves, that becomes limited. You have a factor, a signature move, and there are women in this world who need that from you. Your kids need it. Your best friend needs it. Your spouse needs it. Your parents need it. Your grandparents need it. You bring something so unique to this world, and when we don't take care of ourselves, we are not bringing our best selves. So here is your homework, ladies. You ready for this? We are getting back to basics this month. If you feel like your nutrition is off and you need some support with that, I want you to reach out to me, jessbrownrd at gmail.com and let's set you up with a fuel plan. I love writing fuel plans for people. The way I write them is that it provides enough structure and boundaries to help hold us accountable with getting enough protein, getting adequate fruits and veggies, getting our carb intake in alignment with our activity level. Yet at the same time, it's not measuring food. We're not macro counting. We are not obsessing about food, yet we are giving it the attention it needs because it is our fuel. So it's that fine balance. So get with me. Let's get you with a fuel plan. Number two, move do some sort of movement, whatever that is. I started running with my little boy. He's about to turn seven. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it's so cute. That's workout. You know, I think the old me eating disorder me would have said, if you don't run, you know, three miles and you're sweating and killing yourself, it doesn't count as a workout. No, I went on a, I say in quotes, like jog because we really like walked and picked flowers and (laughs) looked at the sunset, but that was movement. Like get some sort of movement in your day. Make sure you're drinking enough water and let's start setting some boundaries so that you have enough time to implement these things. What in your daily task list are you doing that is not in alignment with your values? Getting back to these basics is how we are going to set ourselves up for the upcoming holiday season, which really kicks off in October because we've got, you know, Halloween and then it goes into Thanksgiving and then all the December stuff. (laughs) It's nonstop. But I want us to go into that feeling strong, feeling good so that when January comes, we are not starting from scratch. We're actually starting from a better place going in to rock the new year. I know that feels far away because it's going to be here before you know it. (laughs) So the work starts now. So excited to be on this journey with you guys. I'm here for it. I'm here for you. Cannot wait to hear what comes when you guys start taking better care of yourselves and can show up, not just for the weekend, but for every day of the week, bringing your unique awesome factor. Ladies, I hope you have a wonderful day. Cheers and happy eating. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope it strengthened your food journey and empowered you to live boldly in your body. Real quick, sister, before you go, if you liked today's episode, the best way you can thank me is head on over to iTunes, Fuel Her Awesome Podcast, leave a review and subscribe. Then take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Don't forget to tag me at JessBrownRD. And if you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out my website, JessBrownRD.com. I've got info on my e-course, Fuel Her Awesome, Food Foundations, my 10-step ebook on how to beat body bullying, and so much more. I cannot wait to chat with you babes again. Until next time, cheers and happy eating.